0: This is the Deep Dive with Brooke Spector, investigative conversations about issues that impact our lives. Be curious, Friday mornings at 9 a.m., only on 101.9 High FM.
1: And good morning to you, our listeners. I'm Brooke Spector, as you know, and this is the Deep Dive, and we're live and assisting us, of course, Craig Craig Urban, and uh, Senna Pabetsi, they take charge of everything. I just talk, and I have a lot of fun doing it most of the time. Uh, this morning, we're going to shift gears a little bit from last week's conversation uh, with a politician, and today we're going to talk with James Noble. James is an old dear friend, uh, but he's now more than just my friend. He's going to have an enormous impact on many people's lives, he's the new artistic director for the Joburg Theatres. Now, many of you uh, probably still remember the name the Civic Theatre. Uh, it's been joined together with the newer Soweto Theatre and the Rudaport Theatre, what used to be called years ago the, uh, the Rudaport Pro Musica Theatre, The three theaters, the Soweto Theater, the Rudaport Theater, and the now renamed Joburg Theater are all under one administrative, managerial, and artistic roof. And James came over from the market theater to run this enormous enterprise, 11 different stages, 11 different venues, 11 different possibilities. Uh, James has a, a wealth of experience some of you, older ones, people my age perhaps, uh, will remember that James was, uh, an actor, first and foremost. And years ago, back in the early 1990s, he appeared on the then Civic Theater stage in the classic work, Waiting for Godot, as one of those two men who are forever waiting for something to happen. Uh, even if they're not quite sure, Godot never pitches up. And the, uh, James is famous for having been there, one of the two people with Russell Savardier, another veteran actor. But over the years, James has become more a director and now he is administrator and director for the entire collection of venues under that Joburg Theater r- rubric. James, are you there? I think James is on our phone lines this morning. James, are we here yes, with I'm, us? I'm, I'm here, Bruce. Good, good. I, I gave you a, a longish introduction because I, I I was hoping people would hear the progression from being just an actor, quote-unquote just, to being the man who is in charge of not one, not two, but 11 different venues across the city. And as a result, He's much more than just the lion tamer. He's the man who decides whether or not there will be lions and whether there will be tigers instead. He's he's (laughs) the man who's responsible for creating the whole artistic ethos for all of the Joburg State theater stages. And as a result, helping immeasurably to create the culture that all of us who live in, in greater Johannesburg are part of, even if we don't go to theater. Although I do urge everyone to do it now that COVID restrictions have been lifted and theaters are buzzing and there's, there's stuff to do. James, welcome. And I'm, I'm pleased that you can be on our show this morning. And thank you so much, Bert. So Thanks, you yes. took over what just like two months ago, I think. Is that right? Yes. Yes.
0: So it's, 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 it's quite recent. And you know, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously, I'm still really just finding my feet in there. And um, but but what is so comforting for me is that there is really a dynamic team that I I found there at the theater, from the CO to the COO to the producer, and and then to to just to the different MGMs um, that that run the different venues. And it, it delights one then when you get into a space. And there's been people who've been there for quite a while. And and as my job is to now look at these spaces, see how we orbit the thinking that is that, that informs the programming. But then I've got a team that I'm working with.
1: Well, you know, we you're talking about programming as a kind of an abstract thing, sort of like the air around us, but Lou, when you say programming, what do you mean exactly, and and why should we pay any attention to this? I mean, you know, shows are shows. They're, they're they sing, they dance, they they act. Sometimes they scream, and sometimes they're quiet. Why should anybody bother? What? Well, why should we pay attention to what you're trying to do? Give me a give give me yeah. and our listeners a a, a a succinct idea as to. What you want to see happen with all this? what's the value of what you're doing, and how are you going to get there?
0: yeah so Brooks, uh, um, because sometimes you know our patrons will not understand what the job of an artistic director is in a theater so it 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 goes beyond just the putting on of um of productions. The, the 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 artistic director, what 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 an artistic director does is is to is to look for an installation every year, to look at productions, whether they are musical, dramatic, or just um, dance works. You look at them, and you and your job is to try and create a synergy, a linkage between these works, and and. And, and to look at the works also and and work with what our patrons have loved seeing in those spaces over the years. So you, you, you start getting to a space where you preserve the things that work, that always have an audience that come to see them, and then you start saying to yourself, but if we were to explore bravery in this space, what would that mean? What are the things that we are willing to get into that maybe the theater might not be known for, things that are completely like untapped territory for the theater. And so that's what, with a lot of reason, that's what a, a, an artistic director then gets to do, you know, and some people would even use the term um, curate. And when you curate, you put things together, you 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 put a story together so that an audience member can come watch one work, and when they walk out of the theater, they see a poster of something else that is coming. And you hope they will say, wow, that looks interesting. I must come and see that. So you, you, when you're an artistic director, you like, you're like the main chef at the, at, at the back of the restaurant. And there's a line of sous chefs and people making all sorts of things. And you're the one that really puts together the dishes that go out.
1: Let me let me pause you there, and I, I, we have to do our commercial messages. The sponsors are what make this all possible, and we'll be right back with a conversation with James Robo, who is the new Artistic Director for all of the Joburg Theatres, and we're going to dive a little deeper into what what it is he wants to do with all those
0: venues. This is the Deep Dive with Brooks Spector.
1: And we are indeed back. We're having a few technical gremlins. They, they seem to have eaten through the cables and consumed the airwaves, but we have reorganized ourselves and I think we're back. We're speaking with uh, James Robo, who is the artistic director for not one, not two, but three theaters, 11 different venues, uh, the Joburg okay. Theater, the Rutherford Theater, and the Soweto Theater. And before we took our commercial breaks, we were talking To James, and we're asking him about how you, and as the word he used, how you curate this whole assemblage of different venues. Uh, the question that comes to my mind, and I'm sure it's come to, to James's as well, is Johannesburg is a big complex city, multi-ethnic in many different versions and varieties. How do you program theaters that reach all of the different communities in this city? How do you arrange it so that works are viewed by people who find them congruent or appropriate for their own tastes, and yet at the same time, you enlarge the audience for each of these works? What's the magic here? What's the secret? I mean, that that books now
0: for me in terms of my job is the most exciting part because i mean you you've known me for years i'm constantly talking about how we need to program for the diverse community that is in the city. Johannesburg is is up there with with London, with Chicago, and 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 their communities from everywhere that are in johannesburg and it becomes a very exciting um, space to play at as an artistic director because you look at each theatre, look at the periphery of the theatre, look at the constituencies that are around each of those theatres, and that becomes the muse that helps you to find those programs, to find the right people to write for those spaces, to find the right composers to compose for those spaces. And for me, is what really um, um, keeps me insomniac at night, because you are constantly thinking about how you, you, the, the, the bigger mandate that one has from the city is, is how do we program and create a visibility of everybody that is in, that is in the city. And when you get to balance that, it's, it's, it's the most delightful thing because what, what it does, it, it even speaks to the business of the theater because it means that you blow up your business possibilities because you're not just looking at one community. That you're programming for, and it, it so it 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 really gets into your business argument. You you able to look for these works that will make sure that you you always have arms on seats in the theatres that come from different um, um communities. And so I mean, I, yesterday I was working at Soweto Theatre and looking at finishing off the the programming or, or tightening up on the programming of this fiscal year and starting to discuss ideas of what we get to do next year to commission people to write, to be in conversation with people that have created productions and we go and, corpor- and get into a co-production co- space and bring them to the theatre. And today I'm off to the Rodeport Theatre of Commission, New Works, And so it just, it, I, I, it's, you think i mad, but that is for me is what I really, is the greatest joy of being of the artistic director. I have to now decide what is the pantomime for next year, what is before the panto, what is after the panto, and, and, and who are the people that are doing the works, who are the people that I'm trying to bring back to the theater, to the job theater, who maybe because of who, the content that has been staged there, have not been to the theater for years. So you are constantly wooing people to come to the theater, and you are constantly looking at keeping your loyal patronage in the theater by giving them what they want to see and i can't.
1: we're speaking with James Gobo, who is of course the artistic director for the three Johannesburg theaters um, but there's a contradiction possibly in what you've just said if you are trying to create programming that is specific to The Soweto Theater or the Joburg Theater or one of the parts of the Bruderport Theater and the different communities that are involved in these, uh, in these audiences. Is there a danger that you're going to overplay or be too concerned about the cultural or ethnic or community differences? Uh, isn't theater also supposed to bring people together? And tell me, talk about this a bit, if you could.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely hear you, and um, and and, but at the same time, uh, Bruce, one has to be very pragmatic about. Um, um, there are things that 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 that, is, that you know. I mean, like you take London as an as an example as as a city and you take East London and West London, and you look at the theatres that work in those spaces, they are, they are constantly programming for the areas. And it's not a separation of a people, but it is programming for, for the people who are there and those who are curious of happening in other spaces. They will come and watch those works and enjoy them. But but there are things that I'm very clear about that I will not put at the sort theatre that I will not put there because of understanding the community that is around, and you're not limiting that community, or you're not stifling any growth around the community, but you're just being realistic and pragmatic. That sometimes we are too, because we come from such a difficult time in this country where we were separated. We are too scared to deal. With a, a concept that 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 allows us to think that, that some things work, uh, um, uh, um, um, for specific communities. And I mean, I grew up in Devon, and Devon has three cultures: the the Zulu culture, the English culture, and the Indian culture. And if you are working in a space like that, and you are programming, and you are not cognizant of that diversity, then you are your head is in, is in the is in the sand. Because because you are not you're not being realistic with what you actually have, and so for me, and 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 it's it's so beautiful that we are able. You know, there are communities in this country that have been waiting for a long time for their stories to be given visibilities, for their languages to be celebrated, and that has not happened for a very long time. And 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 you would recall even when I was at the market, I started going into that space, and what it does. It brings new business to the theatre because it brings in new people that have been waiting for the, to see them, and when you do, they then they then come in numbers to to enjoy the work and enjoy um, um because part of what we do also theatre it's interwoven with cultures with life, and so so it is it is not like uh, um. um You like apartheid thinking that you're separating people, but what it is actually is is giving every community a voice and a visibility, and that excites me.
1: One of the, uh, sometimes you get the criticism about theater in this country that, well, some people won't come to see Shakespeare, and yet other people won't come to see stories about uh everyday li- the everyday lives of of african south africans whatever and yet two of the most exciting theater pieces i ever saw in this country and my history goes back to the 1970s one of them was a work uh by somebody you know well uh well the original work was by bill some some guy by the name of bill shakespeare uh, but it was put to, it was put together by uh, a director, Yael Farber. Uh, it was Julius Caesar in Su- SusuTu, and many people, perhaps most of the theater-going audience, has seen Julius Caesar uh, and read it and studied it in school. And yet, this was entirely in a language I do not speak. And yet, I was captured by the the majesty of the production. And the impact of it, uh, without understanding directly a single word of it for the entire production, it was that vivid. And the other was a, a much smaller work, uh, two-person uh, drama, actually a dance drama based on the the famous short story, The Suit. And this was danced by by two individuals with some lovely music of the time and the place. And without there being a single word spoken on stage, The images of these two dancers and their agony between them over a third person who never appears uh, was just transforming. Um, Are you going to look at the ways in which you can excavate, you can mine, you can explore all the works that have already been done in some way, shape or form and bring them back in new versions? For new or old audiences, how how do you see that?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, I, I would say, um, Bruce, I have already been dabbling in that space of of adaptations, and um, and and because a beautiful thing about an adaptation of a work. It it speaks to the contemporary. You see a work as you as you rightfully put it that you you take a work that that is, that is hundreds of years old by William Shakespeare and you you have a genius director like Yael Faber looking at the work and looking at the universality of the story and saying this story can survive anywhere in the world because it's so it's it's the genius of the writing and and. The beautiful biographies in, 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 in the production, the, the conflicts in in the production, mean that people can watch it. Because I always say, Brooks, if you only watch what you understand, you'll watch very little in your life. Or if you happen to have seen a lot, but you've seen just stuff, it's very one-dimensional. And and, 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 and this is the joy of theater, that, that theater transcends, you know, um like spaces of language and and and, and 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 so we are definitely looking at how we make these spaces and 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 be brave. And and when we say be brave to just t- take on some of those classics that I've, and that people know very well. And I want to say a classic you don't revive it, you reimagine it. And we will get we will get directors who will then take those works with a lot of humility and, and reimagine them and make them work for the now. And that's the joy of, of theatre, because as life evolves, theatre gallops along with life, and and it leads us to those spaces where a well-known play could be a dance, um, um, could be a dance piece, and, um, and a, a well-known poem could, could morph and in, into a beautiful movement piece, and you are still getting like the beautiful tones of TS Eliot in it, or or, 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 or of, of Professor Mavisagnenes and Anthem of the Decade. But it's been taken by somebody who's living in the now, who is curious about the audience in the now, and who's wanting to bring in other people and and, and a, a new generation to come and and mother and love that work, and that is that is what. At theaters, and that is the job of the artistic director to to be the person that 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 leads that bravery and just say and just say, you will only know that a thing works once you've put it on you know otherwise no, right. it's very easy to be a theater that that just does the same stuff all the time, but you never excite anyone because it's just the same same thing done every year you know change
1: the I, I, I just Let me just interrupt you for a second. We have another commercial message, which I must do. And of course, we we need to be responsive to sponsors and public service messages. But while I'm doing that, I want you to think about how you want to explain your obvious love for an an American playwright by the name of August Wilson. uh, Because you've made an interesting announcement that came out just the other day. I I knew about it ahead of time, but... uh, the announcement is there. This is the deep dive with Brooke Specter, And we are back. And this is indeed Brooke Spector. It's, we're having, we're having some serious tech, technical issues today. We're back to using hand signals to make sure everybody is on the same page. <laughs> okay. This, here we are. We're Brooke Spector. We're, we're in the deep dive and we're speaking with a good friend, longtime associate. Uh, James Novo who is now the artistic director for all three of the Joburg Theatres. The Joburg Theatre, of course, which used to be the Civic Theatre, for those of you who are about my age, and the Rudaport Theatre, which used to be the Pro Musica Theatre, and the Soweto Theatre, the newest of the three, uh, which of course uh, is named the Soweto Theatre because it is obviously in Soweto. And One of the things that uh, I like about James so much is that he's prepared to reach across the the Atlantic Ocean and to pick up on works that are of and about America, but which at the same time speak to South Africa and South African experiences. And if we can be a little grandiose about it, which speak to the human experience and there's there's been an exciting announcement of one of August Wilson's most famous plays, Fences, uh, which is coming to the to the live stage in just a few months, uh, right at the beginning of the year 2023, which is already close upon us. Uh, James, tell me how you how you got to like August Wilson and what, what does he say to you and why?
0: A, 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 a Bruce, August Wilson, as as you know, that in the civil rights movement, um, August Wilson, Lorraine hansbury, so you've got August Wilson from Pittsburgh, Lorraine hansbury from Chicago, and James Baldwin from New York. These were like the three visible black playwrights who wrote about the temperature of that. And, and... And and I love what you said because of the humanity that are in this plays that I have always felt with each one that I had to read the timelessness of of, of these of these piece, of these pieces the pertinence of these works. and and as I start at job theatre I just wanted to do something really exciting in the theatre so I have programmed what is going to be the first season in this country of August Wilson works. And, and as you said, Francis is, 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 is early next year of the Black History Month um, um, uh, um, um, celebration. And we celebration and out a director who is an artistic director in New Jersey at the Theatre Crossroads. He is coming to work with South African actors and, in this piece. And people have always said to me, James, when you read this place, how do you hear them? And I say to them, I always hear them as American players. And we've, we we as you know, Bruce, I written nine of these words. We've always gone the route of making sure that 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 we we their authenticity. And and so we've got Dr. Doncan is is um, 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 leading a pack of unbelievable. In this beautiful story about about the four dreams that 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 august wilson wrote about about how people were sort of like um not given an opportunity because of what they looked like also, from from piano <laughs> lessons to fences to ge and and, and and door tennis and getting and M- 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 seven kids as man- a. Like, you start getting an, a, a very interesting palette in how August um, um, wrote his words. His love of humanity, he, and and his love of dreamers. He's got in his in his place his people who are dealing with such hectic situations, they are training themselves out of that work. So we are staging, I mean, out of the world, we are staging that next year. And to quickly go back to what we spoke about earlier about programming, so we've got um, um, an emphasis, and we are doing um, um, a, 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 a Jewish piece at, at the Jobbic Theater about a man called Primo Levi. And 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 um and 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 then then we are doing a piece called "For Colored Girls," um um written by and and people Levy was it comes from the man called Anthony Shea, born and raised in St. It was great. He found this book, he adopted it and, and created a piece called people, and um, uh, a father to come in there, and who character them, and you start looking at these words, a very interesting link on all these pieces, and this is what I was saying earlier, and I to, uh, to start interesting areas in that come from diverse communities, but, they, but but these three words of have mentioned. They are all about some hectic moments in in, in the, that humanity had, had had to be confronted with, and 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 people from all sorts of communities to these words. And yet, One you, of the you program that... them, you program them specifically to make sure that there is diverse words that are at the theatre. And so it excites me that 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 be not only a South African premier will be a continental premier because the continental continent that has ever staged senses, and and or a country that has ever had august wilson season and that's that 's that bravery that I was talking about and, and 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 we are just going to attach to these works some some of the best talent that we we have in in, in this country and um and, 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 and invite our this Is to come to this theater and just marvel at a piece that that you would say it's a period piece, but when you look at the the, the subjects that it tackles, there is nothing in the that.
1: James, we're going to have to take a station break for just a sec, but uh, we'll be back with our final comp, final comp part of our conversation with James Novo, the artistic director for the Joburg Theaters. But while we're having the station break, please think about this question for me. Uh, a, a, a famous American, another American play, Death of a Salesman is, is having yet its newest revival, uh, first in London and now in New York. And they have transposed the story from your plain vanilla American uh, to African Americans with enormous effect, critical applause, audience applause. But I always in my mind see a parallel between fences and death of a salesman. Think about that and we'll be right back. This is the deep dive with Brooke Spector. And we are back live. Oh, not back yet. Nope, nope, nope. Now we're live. We are indeed Brooke Spector and this is the deep dive and we're speaking with James Hobo, the artistic director of the Joburg Theaters in Johannesburg and Rutherford in, in Scoeto, 11 different venues, enormous task, all kinds of challenges, opportunities. And just before we went to our station break, I posed the question that now that he is committed to doing August Wilson's fantastic play, Fences, I said, Think about the way in which that play and that story about uh, ambition and heartbreak uh, parallels in many ways another play, Death of a Salesman, written many, many years ago uh, by Arthur Miller. That's and a curious circumstance that it is now seeing an enormously interesting revival, first in London, now in New York, uh, with a cast that is black
0: rather than white. The reaction to that is is, is... is It's just... It makes my heart smile because that is what happens to classics. And when you look at, at playwrights like the Adam Millers, they wrote... They wrote works about humanity. And, and Death of a Salesman is done by a black cast and it played at the Young Vic Theatre. There was not a ticket available. It's, it's... It is that bravery we spoke about earlier. It's challenging audiences to say can't see this very familiar, brilliant work you know, but we will put other people on stage to tell it, and nothing happens to the work and and and, and, and that is to the detriment of the work because 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 it's when a classic is beautifully uh beefed together by a playwright it can it can it can be adapted in different situations and the story be told. And so, so, so you would remember also a couple of years ago, Lara lot of food at Vets She did a streetcar named Desire. Mm. I, don't know if, I don't know if you ever watched the production, Bruce. It was at Vets And I remember Vusatin and Moshidi Muzerwa were in the piece. And it was so beautiful to go and see such as a, a, a well-known piece of theater and, and being reimagined by a, 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 an amazing director in South Africa. And that is, that is for me, is, is, is the stuff we are looking at doing at, at, at the Joburg theaters to make the Joburg theaters just these exciting arenas that people know that when they go to any of the venues, they will be taken on an exciting journey of storytelling and 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 and, 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 and so not only storytelling but also of how we are willing to push the envelope around the stories that are well known and and tell them with an idea that we're saying to an audience what if when you have that conversation with your patrons that says what if it is the most exciting uh, um, uh, um, 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 uh, and contract that happens between a theater and its, uh, it's patronage, that, that people feel safe to come and see the works because, because the works always ooze a sense of excellence, but that excellence has always always has a tinge of bravery of just take because Brooks, I always say that if you do the plays that the way that they've always been done, you might as well play all video. And you are not challenging young directors. And you know me with my love of mentorship, how I sit with young directors and give them a work and say to them, How would you approach what this work? What would be the incarnation that will come out of your hands if we give you, we, uh, you are given an opportunity to, 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 wrestle, to wrestle with this piece? And that speaks to how we incubate young directors, how we do mentorship by challenging young people to take such classics as, as that of a salesman, which was done by a young director in, in, in the UK and and, and and just challenge how the piece has always been presented to audiences. That for me is beautiful.
1: Well, I look forward to seeing all of the new work that and the old work and the the uh, well-established work and the known work and the unknown work that you are going to bring to all of the different venues around Johannesburg over the next number of years, starting with uh, August Wilson's fences at the beginning of uh, 2023. Uh, All I can say is I wish you enormous success in challenging actors, directors, audiences, critics with your vision and with your opportunities that you're going to create for them all and i I look forward to seeing you in the venues and in the and hearing as you grow into this job, which is one enormous task and I thank you for joining us this morning. We've been speaking with James Obo, artistic director for the Joburg theaters, including the Joburg Theatre the Soweto Theater, and the Rudaport Theater, and even, and I should have mentioned it, the Jabalani Amphitheater, which is adjacent to the Soweto Theater. 11 different venues, lots of work for you ahead, James, and good luck to you and your colleagues and all the people you bring into uh, these events. With that, this is Brooke Spector, and we'll say thank you, James, for joining us. And uh, this has been The Deep Dive, and we'll be back next week with yet another Discussion with someone in the news who is important, who is interesting, and who challenges us. Thanks again.